Welcome to the Time West podcast with Al and Rags. Gain a unique perspective on the world through deep truth and conversations. Tonight on the Time West show, got a special co-host we're going to be rocking the show with from now on. Say what's up to my man Rags. What's up, bro? I'm excited to do the show, bro. Talking about life, talking about what's going on in the world, the news, talking about reviewing shit. Talking about, you know what I mean? We got a bunch of stuff coming up for y'all. You know, I'm sure y'all gonna love it. You know, we got the new show and everything that you want to hear, it's, it's going down. Yeah, we're gonna get real grimy too, man. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta get dirty. No, but you know, I'm excited, man. You know, I, I always wanted to ask you a question. How did you decide to get into the game? Where did you find your passion? I just like to talk to weird people about weird shit, right? Most of the time, the stuff I want to know... That's on the news or wherever, the taboo stuff. Nobody's talking about it. Like, we got a show coming up about dick pills, right? Nobody talks about how, how many men use dick pills, right? How they use it, when, no, they, when they use it, where they get it from, you know? They sell dick pills at those little Mexican uh, juice market, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They got dick they pills. Sell them at the- they, they fucking squeeze your fruit, they'll throw the dick pill right in there, boy. Gas station everywhere, we, and we not even we ain't even getting to the Viagra and everything yet. Well, I mean, they sell them at gas stations. How grimy is that? Some guy with some dirty ass fingers handing you a dick pill. That's got to be a low moment in life, man. <laughs> you know what, though? When you're knocking that shit out the park, it probably is all good, hey, though, bro. Right? When you're fucking Barry Bonds in it on the way home and Mark McGuire in it to the fucking levels, baby. You're doing good, baby. You're doing great. You're honest. You're like, look, I just like to talk about fucked up shit with fucked up people. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always wanted to get that um that point of view that's just never heard. I'd never hear the point of view from the guy that's sitting there talking about what he did with Bitcoin or the girl that's sitting there talking about, you know, how her dude took dick pills, which is coming up, you know? <laughs> well, half the women don't know. And yeah, talking about Bitcoin, fuck, man. Bitcoin got rock right now. But anyway, happy Women's History Month, March. You know, as a black man, do you feel like it's a little insulting that they didn't give you like a month in between, you know what I'm saying, like to level off the Black History Month? I'm going to take it because I look at this in history. I look at uh, they gave black men the right to vote before they gave women the right to vote. I said, damn, white men must have really been on some bullshit around that time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Brother, law enforcement begins at home, bro. (laughs) So I want to shout out to all the, you know, the the women out there doing their thing, the single moms, you know, shout out to everybody's mothers, grandmothers, cousins, you know, the women that's out there holding things down. There you go. There you go. You just did uh, what you had to do to say that you had a successful Women's History Month. (laughs) Just with that one line, bro. I commend you. What can a guy do for for this month to help women? I mean, in my day job, I specifically recruit women because right now we work on diversity fucking everybody wants diversity so i feel like i go after women harder i feel like that's respectful to them because i'm trying to get them jobs you know what i'm saying i'm a headhunter so i'm going after women hard even though that sounds creepy it's not <laughs> <laughs> i'm i target women because i want to get them hired because all of my clients are looking for women i don't do you feel like uh, there's uh, any kind of weird discrimination there because i still can't write a note and be like i'm looking for women <laughs> you know what i'm saying to me i feel like women are the best salespeople out there when i'm looking to hire or or recruit somebody on a team i'm always looking for that diversity right and that's usually somebody or that's not from the same background you know and that can kind of sell something right just turn the turn the deal over right and most of the time to me i think that's women yeah i mean look women 
women in my industry right now, there's not many women that work in quantitative trading, so they get the red carpet treatment. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm going to definitely go harder, definitely stalk a few women on LinkedIn, get them into some good jobs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what else is going on, bro? i seen the motherfucking Biggie documentary, boy. Woo! You think about that. I fucking loved it, bro. I loved it because it went into his childhood. It went to fucking into little Caesar Leo. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I it thought was that shit life. was real tough, man. The fact bro. that Biggie was 20, what was he, 24, 22 when he was doing most of this stuff, man. He looked old, like he was 40, man. man. Bro, I mean, he was a big man, but you know what I'm saying? If Jamaican roots, dude, his mom loved country western. <laughs> what the fuck, man? You feel me? Like, I, you learn something new every day. That was a fact I learned that day that a woman from Jamaica love country fucking western. You're Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. I got a uh, bunch of stuff in me, and Jamaica is one of the places. So Jamaica has a lot of, um, got the West Indies flow. Plus, they got that, that country western thing because, you know, most of Jamaica is country, you know, what people don't understand. Yeah, it's you all know? fucking straight up fucking forest shit. Man. Poverty is poor shit, you know. You get your head clapped over there, you know, stay stay oh, away. But, but, you know, you see people there live, Biggie's grandma's 90 fucking six, bro. Like, she, you know what I mean? Like, for 96, she looked phenomenal. Still doing it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was uh -huh. like, wow. You feel me? So, I mean, shit. Whatever they're doing out there, the simple life makes them, you know, it's the same way. You notice that? All these third world countries, they all outlive everybody, bro. They do. They do. They outlive everybody. They live the simple life, man. They eat good. You know, we out here eating all this pumped up shit, right? Steroids, man, bro, chicken and shit. I'm done. I don't even eat meat no more. That's why bro. you got to take dick pics, because you out here eating that steroid <laughs> chicken shit. You know? Bro, that's why I don't eat meat. I got that, I got that blood flow. Whee! Oh, oh, like the game changer? That is, it is, man. Cold therapy, breathing exercises, bro. I'd be on some weird shit. I love it, though, man. I love it. So, Biggie documentary talked about, oh, he talked about Puff. I actually got respect for Puff now. You feel me? Talking about his dad. Fucking, you know, he got killed when he was two years old. It was so funny because Puff was like, yeah, I dropped him off at Brooklyn. I had him in my condo in Jersey. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he said, yeah, I was going back to my condo in Jersey. Exactly. <laughs> but somehow he got that condo early. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Puffy was always a go-getter. I'm sure Puffy did. Always. He does anything and everything to make it happen, right? Yeah, if Puffy was alive now, he'd be one of them kids that sells candy heavy when he was like three years old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, that's uh, I love the doc, and I rec we highly recommend it. Anybody out there really went into everything, bro, from his pops leaving him, the faggot took the back way. Yeah, 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 yeah. His pops was he married, too. That was the thing. We never knew that. No, no, he obviously, you know, and I love that. He was in the Hawaiian shirt going hard at fucking that dude the freestyle dude <laughs> i love the way he carried himself as a young man and you still saw the the innocence in him is like he was still like a good human being you saw that pureness in him and that innocence kind of that even though he you know what i mean you could just tell he ain't someone that's gonna take someone's life he was all about his art you know he had to hustle he had to hustle do what he had to do but i loved it so fucking that was awesome did you yo, you didn't see the uh Patrice O'Neill documentary, did you? No, nah, I didn't get a chance to check that one out. I mean, his one of his mentors, the guy, Ari Spears, I hear him talk, he talks about Patrice all the time. Bro, Patrice is the fucking king. You gotta watch it, bro. I mean, he's the king of being outrageous with a lot of his material, but he's extremely funny. Now, how come he didn't get the uh, love, I, though? Like, I, a lot of people talk about him. He didn't get the love, I'll him. tell you. I met him in New York. 
he came by Caroline's. He was banned from most of the comedy clubs. Let's let's give the audience who who's Patrice. Patrice O'Neill is a comedian that passed away, unfortunately, uh, I think a number of years back. He was like underground king of New York as far as a comedian, originally from Boston. Like basically this big black dude that just fucking murdered the stage. Was as real as they get, talking about shit that most people probably could handle. You know what I'm saying? But he right, was the yeah. man, and and dude, he was actually really fucking nice to me. I know, bro. If he was in the sitting in the comedy club and you walked in. Oh, he was going to destroy you. He was going to crack so hard that you're fucking would just people literally would just turn around and walk around before when they seen him when they walked in the place, bro. Because they were so shook of him. He was actually really nice to me. He actually so he was banned from a lot of the comedy clubs because he used to run the light. He used to do whatever the fuck he wanted. So if you're doing a 15 minute set an hour later, the motherfucker ain't getting off stage. You don't he still be on? I heard his thing was, I never want to go last. No, I think he, I mean, you know, in the end of the day, he, when he headlined the show, he had to go last, right? But I think he was just still like the guy, just pure essence of stand-up, tried to go into fucking make people hate him just so he could see if he could make them laugh at him, love him, you know what I mean? He, yeah. he was so deep, man. But yeah, check that out, man. Definitely, we'll talk about your thoughts on it next time. But I do want to say this is more mainstream here. The fact is that coming to America with a fucking deuce, coming out tomorrow. That's that shit. And they shot it at the promise line. You know that's Rick Ross's, his crib, right? Really? Yeah, they shot it at Rick Ross's house. God damn, Rick Ross loves life. He is a success. Tremendous success. Baby lost all his money. My fucking baby, I thought he had a good accountant, but no. Oh, he lost his money? Yeah? I think baby, he went broke, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't keep up with fucking hip-hop artists' money anymore. Fuck. In the end of the day, Rick Ross is the guy who fucking was smart, I guess. He invested properly, huh? Yeah, he invested than you know shit he'd like to do and eat like chicken wings and shit right yeah yeah you, know, you my, get on the I mic and say oh he buy a bunch of fucking uh burger joints too and shit <laughs> and some burger joints some wing grills and shit so he can wear a sergio Ciccini outfit with his stomach out you know bro jay-z just made 600 million dollars in like six minutes bro <laughs> yeah yeah like, i seen that on his his new alcohol deal right that was 300 million then he did another deal like how many motherfuckers have two 300 million dollar days in a row <laughs> yeah that's that's a lot but like getting back to that coming to America thing. I think Eddie's kind of old now to kind of go back and do this, you know? I think that... So, I'll, let's hear it for uh, official prediction because now we're going to have it recorded so you can't run away from it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So, you're telling me... I have the same fear, but I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to put hope. Wesley Snipes in this motherfucker. You feel me? Like, I'm sure Wesley Snipes is playing a homosexual because it seems like that's bro. what he likes to do lately. <laughs> He's coming in hot. I mean, dude, Wesley Snipes, James Earl Jones, bro. I haven't seen that motherfucker forever. I ain't know he's still alive. Yeah, he's crushing it, bro. Well, he's doing his thing. If, let's see here. What would you rate it? Um, what are you predicting, Ron? To first of all, let's get two scores. What do you think you're gonna? Are you? Do you think you're gonna like it and rate it out of one to five? What you think, and then tell me what you think Rotten Tomatoes is gonna rate it. The rest of the motherfuckers out in the world. You know, including a lot of the dumb motherfuckers. So keep that in mind. Yeah, right. Um, so what do you think? Do you think you'll enjoy it? One to five. I think uh, a three. I think in between. I don't know. My Eddie's funny, but he's been away from the screen for a while. And I don't think he's ready for stand-up. I think he's kind of the, you know, he didn't want to touch that. I think, you know, going back uh, to a movie yeah, is probably good. It's probably better for him. This isn't stand-up, though. This is a team effort. You feel me? I think that stand-up game was probably too much for him. But I think a three. I still always got hope in Eddie. You know what I mean? But when, once he got, like, one of the Spice Girls pregnant, I, I stopped having 
having so much hope in him because I just I couldn't understand I didn't understand what's going through his mind at 50 something years old dropping babies he, with scary spice I just didn't understand he got like 12 kids bro yeah he do fuck that's just one of his fucking Mondays you know what I'm saying yeah no, but I, I'll be honest with you even though I was kind of playing devil's advocate I think it's gonna be a 2.5 man or 2 <laughs> I can't even have faith man there's just too much hype you know what I mean there's a lot of hype I mean Amazon Prime right it's on Amazon Amazon pulled know, up the Brinks truck gave him the money it. you gotta pay for it or no yeah he gotta pay I'm sure Amazon pulled up the truck <laughs> you know what I mean because Netflix couldn't pull up the big enough truck so I'm sure Amazon pulled up the Brinks truck and let the bags go so, but we gotta pay though like you know how sometimes they got some shit that releases on Amazon but you still gotta pay for it yeah I don't think it's one of those <laughs> I, so, yeah I know what that is they like straight up stab you right in the back like bitch you pay membership but you know what no no this one gonna cost you though <laughs> this this one definitely gonna cost you. That's definitely how that goes. All right, well look, that's the fucking shit we're gonna talk about reviews. Let's go into the goddamn news, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's a, a lot going on. First of all, I think this is an exciting story because it gives us hope to for some, to do something in the future. We're all stuck in this motherfucking pandemic with nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? We can't really go out and do shit. I mean, some people are, but they're gonna be opening Space Hotel. Motherfucking starting construction 2026. Uh -huh. Let's break it down though. This is a rotating structure. You feel me? Yeah. That's going to be orbiting the whole fucking Earth. This will be a three and a half day trip or some shit. Five mil. A little down payment. <laughs> yeah, a little down payment, right? It's five actually mil. Fi five mil ain't that much because the original one was 55 mil. This one is done by uh, what company was I forgot? Orbitable Assembly. Dumb yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to do some type of training before you vacation. Yeah, you have to, man, because the good thing about this, because it's still spinning and it goes around the earth every 90 minutes, the gravity factor you don't have to worry about. You're grounded the whole time. See, that's the thing. You can't even get on the spaceship. So when you're talking about luxury hotel, this is the shit right here. So in my lifetime, I always say, me being the you know extreme sports guy, I always say, you know what? If I get a chance to go to the moon, I'm out there. But I don't know if that's gonna happen. You know, or if I get a chance to go to Mars, right? So the people gonna go live on Mars, right? I don't know in our lifetime, but I do know motherfuckers going to go up to the moon. But I'm saying five mil, and there's 600 people that immediately got the deposit in, and there's thousands on the waiting list. Who are all these rich motherfuckers that could just put out five mil? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm spitting out my nail after I bite it. Like, what the fuck? It's all the Chinese over there stealing Bitcoin from us, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mining. Fucking Mining. laughing. Nibbling. They love nibbling on the Bitcoin, bro. Yeah, man. Fuckers. The, the Chinese come in, put your lights out with that cash, bro. Yeah. You know what's actually cool about the uh, hotel is that that space hotel. First of all, but it's going to be dark the whole time. You realize that, right? You're going to be at night the whole motherfucking time, three and a half days. But what's cool is actually because they got some shit called lunar gravity. When you actually jump up, you can actually jump up five times as higher. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. <laughs> the shit. Look, this is the shit. To be able to be in the gym. You look back and you glance back, you look at that bicep or you look at that ass and you're like, damn, you know what? That's space out there, you know? Just being able to do that or, or get a spa, get your little massage on or, or go to a restaurant and just look in the sky and just see stars, see the earth. I think this shit is cool, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, look, I'd be kind of cool. I see Australia and shit. I see like the weird windstorm. Like you see the rain and shit, right? Yeah. But wait. I'll tell you right now, bro. We got to fly charter before we jump to this spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to fly a private jet for a long time. That shit ain't have. What am I going to skip right to my fucking Martian landing? Hey, hey, you might as well now. We, we all know that. You know, it ain't that cracked up, right? We know what that's cracked up to be. You, you on a plane, you on a plane. But when you talk about uh, orbiting, going to space, I mean, come on, man. This is once in a lifetime, man. This is a thing that we always talked about. When I was a kid, I used to watch the Jeffersons and shit and see the little boy with the fucking rotated cuff 
love hat. And I used to be like, damn, you know, one day <laughs> Elroy. Meet me. Oh yeah, you know, that was I'm Elroy. Go, I'm gonna go beam up to Scotty and shit. Man, oh, man, that was a good old classic show, The Jetsons, bro. That's how shit is really becoming, bro. Fucking amazing. It is, man. Even with with that, just just like all the new technology. I mean, I, I really thought I have a hoverboard right now, or, or at least like flying electric car. But I, I'm sure that's coming. Oh, easy. That shit's gonna be here so quick, man. Fucking insane what they're doing, bro. Yeah, I mean, so I guess this is a hot thing. You, you, so you predict in your life you'll be able to afford going to space one day, I guess, huh? I predict one day, yeah, even if that's like 60, 70, whatever age it be, I think one at once in a lifetime thing like that, I want to try to get up there, definitely. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. I mean, I, I might consider it. I still got to find out how long the shit take, what the risks are. <laughs> How many motherfuckers made it before me? It's like the vaccine, bro. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to bring somebody with me, too, even if I got to, like, you know, let them go to sleep and just wake up. They're like, we here. I'm here. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. So speaking of fucking crazy motherfucking experiences, I think we're in a really fucking fucked up time right now, right? Economy's crashing. We got the Civil War, right? People, yep. I mean, we have an underlying civil war people aren't talking about. We got the super rich, uh, rich are crushing life. The middle class is out of fucking money because they fucking lost their jobs. The poor are fucking scraping by. Things are fucked up. But yet, our media decides we're gonna fucking make a story about fucking banning Dr. fucking Seuss. Not even a story. It's truth. Like, this is really happening. And, and you know, the cat in the hat guy that we all grew up off of. What the fuck is going on? Look, here's the thing. I thought about it. I said, if this motherfucker racist, there's... Okay, let's explain the situation to people. Dr. Seuss was banned because one of the books... I forgot the exact name. Call it, listen. So one of the books is, if I ran a zoo. So basically, if I ran a zoo, they... That picked sounds in, fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and right you there, guessed bro. it. If you thought this was what it is, this is exactly what it is. It's two Africans barefoot walking around in the grass skirt. So that was the whole thing with that one, right? Okay, and then there's a Chinese person they called the Chinaman in the book, too. Yeah, now, here's with the a thing. Cantonese I, I hat and chopsticks. Truth. If I ran the zoo, right? If I ran a zoo is the title, right? I mean, you say that in a southern accent, it definitely is super rare. If I ran the zoo, like, you know what I mean? That shit does not sound good at all. Uh, but if you look at it, it's not saying anything wrong. It's saying two people from Africa, they weren't implying that those were American black men that were monkeys. They were just saying those are two guys from Africa, and they're saying this guy was from China. And the reason I believe that is because his fucking stepdaughter, she's like, exact quote, he did not have a racist bone in his body. So his daughter don't got to say that, bro. Yeah. His yeah. stepdaughter. You know stepdaughter don't, you know what I mean? It's stepdaughter. No, she already got the inheritance. She's like, I, don't, I, I can say, I can yeah. tell you the truth. It is what it is at this point, right? She could ride the wave and be like, yeah, he's racist. Let me get some more airtime. Yeah. You feel me? Exactly. So I think it's real, man. I think she was not racist. I think the problem with our culture is we see two black men, African men, who have grass skirts on, and we say, we cry, that's racism. Listen, I just don't see it. I, my, if they had two brown men, if they had two Asian men, if they had two fucking white men. Listen, if they had two Asian men or, or two or two Indian men, they wouldn't be wearing grass skirts, right? Be but if they were wearing else. grass skirts, is what I'm saying to what you. If they, what I, if, if those I saw two, 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 if those two there Indian are men, men in India wearing grass skirts, bro. What if those two <laughs> Indian men were, were wearing uh, a head wrap and they had a red dot on their head? How would you feel? Absolutely, bro. That's an Indian, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. That's why I said it. You feel me? Like, Indians wear red dots. They wear turbans. Indians wear fucking skirts. Sometimes, I mean, like, it's, a, it's called a dhoti. Like, Indians wear these outfits. In the end of the day, 
it's the fuck what it was. We come, we we used to be fucking goddamn apes, bro. So obviously we started off fucking primitive. You know what I'm saying? And there is still Aborigine people in Australia. There's still fucking native people to India. Shit, we, st- we still primitive, that. right? Exactly. We still, we're, we're we still, still storming the fighting. White House in, in, in toga suits. Yeah, we're fighting over what? We're so primitive. Bro, yoga pants, basically yoga pants have exploded on fucking Instagram. It's, it, I mean, the shit is broken. It's everywhere, these it's, yoga it's, pants. It's cancel culture, man. We got to address cancel culture all in itself. So I believe that the people that's actually saying all this stuff, racism for this, racism for that, it's probably, you know, some people of a different background, not an Asian. You're not a black guy sitting there saying that, oh, this is racist and that's racist. I'm like, well, how can you say something is racist and you're not even, it's not even coming from the right, the right group of people. Yeah. And they don't have to be worried about getting canceled because they're starting to cancel culture. Well, you know what? That's exactly right. It's like, leave it up to the motherfuckers that are, are the ones who feel it to decide. I, if I decide that you can make fun of Indian people, fucking make fun of them. Fuck. You know, here's the thing. I like the fact that in the end of the day, the New York City Library, they stuck up, and they're not going to do it. There's a couple others. Even if he was racist, which I do not think he was, you can't... Look, I'm all about fucking tearing down Confederate statues. Absolutely. It's a disgusting reminder. You can put them shits in some type of fucking wherever the fuck, but they don't need to be in the center of town anymore. In the end of the day, art is art. We have to separate from the art, don't we? I mean, look, I have a joke I do on stage where I'm like, bruh, I fucking hear Michael Jackson. I hear man in the mirror. I want to be a better man, bro. A little tear drops from my eye. You know what I'm saying? I sing along to it. I look yeah. at myself. Yeah. And then I might fucking that day, I might hand the motherfucking hand homeless man 20 bucks. I might buy a sandwich for a motherfucker. I'm going to be extra nice that day. So that song makes me nicer that fucking day. It makes me more humane. It makes me feel other humans more. So that song, I separated from Michael. Right? Who the who okay, maybe he definitely did those weird things to those little children. I get it. And it was horrible. But in the end of the day we separate. Like let's be honest here. It, it, the punchline of the joke usually goes into how Michael Jackson, so what are you only gonna cancel his uh, album as a solo fucking artist? You you can't cancel the Jackson five because back then it was alright for him to like kids, right? <laughs> yeah, back then it was. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We can't selectively half cancel someone. So fuck out of here. We can't. In the end of the day, I agree. Some rape or murder. I mean, <laughs> I give, I give, cancel. I give the straight. I give the example like this, right? You know, I was Bill Cosby canceled. Yeah. So the example I'll give you is I was messing around this date nap a while ago. Um, I think she was Italian, but she was thick accent Italian, right? So. She told me stuff like, she said, you know what? You mean she was Italy Italian? Italy Italian, yeah, straight from Italy with the thick accent. And sometimes I had to look at it and say, well, what'd you say? You know, you, you had to look at somebody's lips so you could t- see what they're saying? Because <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't understand. I was like, ah, you know? She told me, she said, oh, this is during the Black Lives Matter, you know, when the, uh, everything was going down. She said, I'm going to Oakland. I'm going out there and I don't care if I get arrested tonight. I'm going out there to, to protest. You know, I'm going to do the protest for you. You need to come out here with me and show you this, that, and the third. Show how, you know, stick up to the man, blah, blah, blah. I said, I, I got a job. What you what you want me to do? I work in corporate. You want me to go out there and be on TV and get locked up? I'm a black man. I can't be running around here with no jacket. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? <laughs> wow. How about you right, though, man. You fucking right. In the end of the day, it is what it is, right? Definitely is what it is. So, listen, with that one, we'll wrap that up. I want to move right into this Cuomo thing. This dude... Governor Cuomo of New York, 
he got two aides now that he used to have that used to work for him saying that he tried to sleep with him. So I got a couple things before we get before we get into this. One of them is 25. You think Cuomo took a dick pill and started to say, you know what? Let me see. Let me shoot my shot. Are you kidding? That motherfucker was on the phone with motherfucking Keeps. <laughs> yeah, Keeps. <laughs> <laughs> He was on the internet quick as hell, discreet. That motherfucker got the package. He gave a little wink to his fucking little dog, bitch. He was excited as fuck, ran out the house. Bitch popped a half a dick pill, tested it out, bitch. Half Drove his car down the street. Guy me, he saw his little email from his little fucking worker. And you know, he went right in. Bro, in the end of the day, I have to believe it kind of happened. But I, I'd stick up for Cuomo because from the evidence I saw on that video about eat the donut or the sausage or whatever the fuck it was. That was not wrong. He was making a joke. There was a group of people around, and every can you fit it in your mouth? It's a fucking joke. He's not saying I'm gonna put my sausage in your fucking mouth. Hey. He's not saying that. He's just fucking. He was just talking, and he was making a little bit of a. Fu- His daughter is sitting fucking next to him. Would he make a fucking joke that crude and ha- make sexual advances in front of his daughter? Come on, man. The guy's got class at least. Yeah, but I mean, he apologized, and and he did a lot of things like that, and he had a couple occasions where he came out and just asked him for sex, man. You know, when it was behind closed doors, so. I don't know if I can... I gotta read up on it. I can't even go with Cuomo on that one, you know? Because, listen, at the end of the day, we're not going to act like it doesn't exist, right? You know, that shit exists. It definitely exists. That's exactly why this is White Women History Month, right? You know that. That shit exists, right? Why is it so convenient that it comes... The convenience factor, bro. It's coming out now. Why? That it comes out now, I still can't say is not true. Only the fact that because Cuomo said, apologized to her, and he also said, oh, I'm sorry that... What I may have said or if my advances was too harsh. I mean, he could have just said I didn't say it or no. He actually said that, you know, when you apologize like that to me, I don't know. You're taking it to another level. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, in the end of the day, obviously, he jumped the gun there with the apology. So, yeah, he probably, I guess you're right, man. Maybe the motherfucker is and let's guilty. And let's be real honest about this. You know, I don't want to be racist or anything like that. I mean, listen, all men, I think, do it. But rich white men always shooting they shot. And they shoot a fucking strong shot, right? <laughs> they, they they shot is like, look, come here, see me in the office. You know, you always talked about that rage you want to get, right? So what, what are we talking about here? You know, it's not, it's not subtle or anything. They just, I've been around these dudes. Oh, they God. come right out with it. You know, married, not married. They just, they shooting, they out here, bro. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I mean, dude, I've worked in environments which were extremely fucking toxic. There is clear harassment of women hey, going on. Hey, before you in, get to that, I want to say, look. And women had to accept it at smaller companies because it was a part of the culture, especially like in finance. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's just there's, there's not many women, these horned up dudes. In the end of the day, it's like, bro, do you really think... You're going to fucking get anywhere making like a fucking remark to a woman about her body in the middle of your office, bruh. But they've been doing stupid? it for so long, bro. They've been doing it for so long and it <laughs> they works, right? They, it. They've been doing it and it works. And look, I just want to throw this in here. Good white people, you know, this is not here to slam you or anything. I still fucks with y'all heavy. I just, you know, we don't call it like we see it. You know, that just, it is what it is. <laughs> look, everybody's a target, man. It ain't about white. I had an old boss. He was, I'm not going to say what he was, but he was kind of white. I'll just put it that way. Bro, this motherfucker was talking about how he loved fucking 
older women's breasts because they used to sag so much. Hangers. He loved hangers. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Can you imagine he talked about this freely and openly when there's women in the office? Did he? I swear to God, man. Bro, I've seen some fucked up shit. And this is literally six years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not that fucking long ago. He loved hangers. You know what I'm saying? And he couldn't help but talk about them. But that's just the way it is, man. You know, I was, I've always been extremely respectful in the office. <laughs> I'm not, the, listen, I'm not going to lie. I am not the best individual human being by any means. But in the office, I'm always very respectful and it is a place of work. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've definitely drunk texted a couple girls late night, you know, after a few drinks. But it was harmless. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell you I'm a fucking angel. But what I will tell you is that once in a while you get a little drunk Did you create back. a hostile work environment? No, not at all. I think it was a little awkward. But look, I've accepted in certain situations that things weren't going to happen. In another situation, things happen. And I've had women hit on me in the motherfucking office. It's so easy for them. All they got to do is say, fucking look at you. And they fucking control you. You know what I mean? It's like insane. Women have the power to do it if they want to. Right? Because I was fucking, you know what I mean? I was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I got you, you know, but at the end of the day, so much power put, you know, on a man puts, you know, he does the power trip on, on women, especially in the workplace, right? Or there wasn't no need for that, yeah. like the Me Too movement, right? A lot of things spun and a lot of things do happen in the office. You know, I always like to make uh, everybody feel as comfortable as they can, which is, is cool. But, you know, you do have the, like you said, the boss, you got the dickheads that just do things. And sometimes they're your boss and you got to like go behind closed doors, hit him. And then he's looking at you like you're crazy. He's like, oh, well, don't you like hanging boobs too? You know, you got to be like this fucking dude, right? <laughs> now you got to have this conversation, right? Bro, I mean, all I wanted out of a work environment, all I've ever wanted is a place where I could fucking talk shit a little bit. Yeah, I can make jokes and I don't have to watch what I say or what the fuck. You know what I mean? Because I don't think I'm going to say anything that's that crazy or say anything offensive to hurt someone's feeling. I'm going to be real. I'm going to laugh. with. I like making people laugh with me. I'm not trying to fucking single out people or make anybody feel like shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I hate when they say, oh, you, you know, you, you might be crude or this and that. No, I mean, let's be honest, man. Some of the most dark, fucked up, crazy people are the nicest, man. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, Anywho. Yep, Moving right yep, along. Yep. You know what we want to roll in? You know what I want to do next, right? You know, I want to do this. We need to do this three dad segment. You want to open it up, man? <laughs> this, this shit is wild, you know? Bro. This is amazing, bro. These three dudes have a son. So it's a family of literally like that movie, that flick back in the day, three men and a lady, right? Was that it? Three men and a baby? Yeah. All three of these men got their name on one child's birth certificate, and they're a threesome. They're a couple. They legally did this. In what state? I guess we all know, right? I forget what fucking state. It's in California, man. Where else? Was it Cali? Cali, yeah. They had to pay 120K in legal fees to get the shit done. Are you sure it was Cali? It's Cali, man. Matter of fact, it happened in 2017. The kid's three years old now. So, look, a lot of fucking people, conservatives, Trumpers, all these motherfuckers are going to be like, Hey, man, you can't have three... The fucking kid can't have three fathers. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think it's nonsense. I said, why the fuck not? That's three incomes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a fucking perfect system. You know, as an Indian, I look at the math. That's eight hours each guy. You know what I'm saying? Eight hours each guy. (laughs) That means you got 16 hours of your day. You do whatever the fuck you need. How you been? How you doing? I'm going to go fucking chill. You know what I'm saying? That's a fucking... Yo, the crazy shit is... All right, since California passed that, what happens when 
next thing is, oh, we need forefathers now, or, or we need five fathers and eight mothers. Well, like, what stops it? What, what stops this from growing? That's that's my thing with that's that, right? That's the beauty of the information age, bro, is that people do whatever the fuck they want. And it's already all fucked up, man. <laughs> I can't see three, I can't see five, six people having legal guardianship over this one human being, this one person. You got five people trying to have guardianship over this one person, trying to have legal... Can I ask... You know what I mean? Let me ask you a question. What's worse, having three mothers and four fathers or uh, some guy fucking raping his niece? Whoa, whoa. That's you two ends of the spectrum. What the... What, <laughs> what I mean, I'm explaining to you is this. The fact is, we can't seem to stop people from molesting children. Yeah, we're worried about this problem. You feel me? Let's concentrate on the real issues. No? Yeah, I mean, listen, the real issues... <laughs> Since we're talking about this question, this is this is a little issue. I just say, what stops it? You know, what, what stops us from going into twenty-four people? You know what I mean? One relationship, and then what? What about maternity leave? What if all these ten people have maternity leave at one time? Who's gonna pay for that? The system, right? That's you and I, right? Nobody else is paying for that. At maternity leave, bro. In the end of the day, these days, shit's all remote work. They can't even play it off no more. <laughs> they can't. It's just, it's just hey, you like, working remote, bro? It just <laughs> figure it, it out, dog. And, and the two of them are doctors. One of them is a psychotherapist. Like, Bro, they are the most successful fucking men I've ever seen. And they fuck, goddamn, they love life, boy. You know what I mean? They got two white dudes, a little Mexican in the middle. He a little shorter. <laughs> so cute, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is it's definitely better than having no dad, right? Yeah, it's definitely better than having no dad. But I just, like, where, where are we going from here, right? That's how I look at it. I just don't know where we where do we end up at. Do I have to worry? Do why, I have to... But why the fuck did they name her Piper? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that's, that. You know, he's so used to getting piped out, right? They just <laughs> hey Liz, meet Piper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We're just fucking around. You know, I think the fact that three men having a baby don't even shouldn't even be fucking news. Bro, let's accept it. People are gay. They're born gay. They can't control it. Stop fucking thinking they can fucking... Think, you know what I mean? Whatever. There's definitely spectrums. There's a spectrum of more gay to less gay. But what the fuck? If you're gay, you're fucking gay, bro. They just, I just seen that two gay dudes, they got arrested in fucking Tulum. Tulum's a party town right now. You realize that, right? Everyone's going to fucking yeah. Tulum. Uh-huh. Everybody I know is at a party in Tulum. Motherfuckers are selling me. Oh, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm with a chick. She's got Corona. She's in the bed with me. And he's like, I ain't get it, bro. I'm, I'm hearing all types of weird stories, bro. Tulum, two gay guys were on the beach. And I guess they were being exhibitionists. They were obviously showing off their bodies, whatever the fuck. Which, yeah. I heard a different story. I heard they were just, they said they were kissing. They were two Canadians. They said they were kissing and the cops just came and arrested them now. Were they being exhibitionists? I, I don't know. That's what exhibitionism is, no? I mean, you got to be... A, <laughs> exhibitionist is like no clothes, right? You out there showing it off, right? You out there in your birthday <laughs> suit, nah? Exhibitionism is that, but I mean, I, yeah, you're right, you're right. But here's the thing. I think exhibitionism also means outdoor sex. Let me ask you this. Uh, be honest. Have you ever had outdoor sex? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where, not, not like I want about- to, though. You know? I mean, uh, you know, next... I, I need, like, that beach life, you know, balcony life. You know? I mean, maybe, like, a car or something <laughs> like that, or maybe a restaurant, right? I did something like that, maybe. I used to have the, the car, you know what I mean? You have sex in the in my van a lot. But no, no. Let me tell you <laughs> I something. I remember that the van, wildest- too. Yeah. <laughs> That, that sounded creepy, didn't it? No, <laughs> it does I was sound like creepy, I was fucking, you better, yeah, you I'm 43 years old. That should happen when I was 18, man. Can't judge me on that. But listen, I remember when I was like 19, I had sex on a farm, bro. God damn, boy, that was weird. Was you it? You know what I'm saying? 
It almost felt if it, it kind of gives you a freeing feeling to know people might be watching. You. Did you do it it's in a weird. barn? No, I did it in the outside, man, a little farm, man, on the outskirts of a little farm, and uh, <laughs> felt fucking hay in my ass and shit. You know? Sorry, I hey, guess we all have a fucking past, goddammit. Yeah, we but do. But anyway, I think we need to leave the gays alone, bro. I'm very secure with my sexuality, so I don't mind defending the gays. You feel me? Uh, they just said that being gay in China is like a mental disorder now. The courts have said that. They put that in writing. You feel me? Like, that's insane. Like, the universities there have manuals on fucking, you know how, uh, you know how fucked up it is to be gay. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I mean, that's China's real crazy. fucked up. China porn is illegal. Gambling is illegal. Prostitution is illegal. You know what I'm saying? We got to be grateful for what we got. How was porn illegal when you almost got two billion people? They, they fucking whatever you doing is not helping the situation, right? You outlawing sex, sex on on the internet. Yeah. They not, you know, it's not happening, bro. Like it's still it's still <laughs> popping out babies. They're creating men who are backed up like motherfuckers. Yeah, who fucking are just supercharged and they're fucking just taking it out on the people around them, the poor women. Ugh. Well, that it looks like they're taking it out on the poor men. <laughs> huh? They're taking it out on the men and the women. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But I think we need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel bad because I could, look, if you're born in a certain way and all your life, motherfuckers just destroy you for it. And you can't help it. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you supposed to do? Look, we are in the most fair time as far as a society for, you know, people of different ethnicities and backgrounds and whatnot we're actually the nicest we've ever been you know we even treat animals good now some of you know what I mean? like, yeah yeah some of us you know, do anyway like, we've come a long way in society but i think we still got a long way to go but i get look i still don't agree that fucking you know a man should be able to become a woman and then play the sport because it's not going to be fair to the fucking women that are fucking you know what i mean like broken fucking records or done whatever the fuck i don't know that's a whole other issue. I, I want to be woke. I want to be that and this. It's hard to fucking, you know what I mean? If you have to draw a line in the sand somewhere. And with sports, that should be the line. Yeah, definitely. I feel the same way. I feel like sports and I just feel like a lot of things, especially when it comes to just homosexuality, right? This is, what is this, man? We, it's 2021. Like, come on. Like, this is, I don't understand. Especially when it comes to these other countries and your population and it's just, oh my it just God. come on it's too much right especially if you go anywhere in that eastern block right the eastern europe is just like it's, it's outlawed they'll lock you up they'll kill you in russia man if you if you're homosexual or lesbian you know middle east bro they'll fucking they'll get the death penalty fucked up shit man but you know what i'm saying look at the end of the day i'm not gonna lie to you everybody we all grew up and we all used to be like yeah hey, you fucking fag this and that but it was all right to say that back then you know what i'm saying but i didn't even mean it like it's like louis ck like there's a lot of people say this i didn't mean it in that way even you know what i mean right i meant it in a way but like, you're a fucking dick like every other stupid curse word and now i get it man you got to be careful with your with the words you use because people get hurt but i think we got to stop fucking being so sensitive in the end of the day you call me a dothead i've been called it my whole life I'm going to accept it. And then at the end of the day, if you're saying it in a way, we're going to fucking laugh together. Who cares? Exactly. You know? Yeah. If you're saying it while you're beating an Indian woman, yeah, then we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We def- yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the big thing about context, right? How are we saying and what exactly. we're saying. And um, that's just like the biggest ideal thing that comes out of all of this. So when you when we go over all of this deck that we did today, you know, this is just our opinions, news desk. We're going to be checking in with this. 
at least a few times a week. That's it, baby. I'm excited, bro. This is a good fucking first show. I feel like, you know what I mean? I feel like people got to get a little flavor, get to know us, and hopefully they want to hear more, man. Nah, definitely they want to hear more, right? So this is, if you want to, got your listening questionnaires, if you guys want to be on the show, or if you guys are an expert at anything, you just hit us up at timewestshow83 at gmail.com. Send all your questions in there, and you guys out here, you're always screaming at your experts in this and experts in that. You know, put your money where your mouth is. Come on the show. Let us get into it. That's it, baby. Fantastic, bro. I look forward to next week. Come back with some new shit. Talk about the world and uh, everything that's going on with us. Right, and the dick show. We got the dick show coming up for everybody out there. I just yeah, want to, you know, yeah. listen. We got, not only the, we got a dick pill show coming up, we have a show where we break down New York City weed spots, drug spots. We're going to break down the whole fucking city as far as the places we knew. Um, so in the 80s, and sorry, in the 90s, I should say, and early 2000s, bro. Yeah, uh-huh. We got a good little special cooking up there, too. So, yeah, I'm excited. That was I'm for everybody. Yep, yeah, my man. I'll see you next week, brother. All right, folks, that's it. Night. Peace.